Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. He is KISW's financial advisor. From BECU, it's Todd Peach. Brought to you by BECU. Oh yes, Todd. As that usual, great. yeah. You know, it's been it's been a few years now, and I have to tell you, man, it gets better and better. It doesn't does. It? I think we're on year five here, BJ. Year five. I think so, yeah. This is exciting for me because when we first did business with, um, you know, with you fine folks at uh, Boeing Employees Credit Union, we went to you and we said, look, uh, there's a lot of people, myself included, that just don't know what the heck is going on. The economy was crashing. A lot of people were getting hurt because they bought too much car, bought too much house. Uh, and the mortgage, some, some, some mortgage companies did not do anybody any favors. And, uh, well, you know, they got in trouble. It was, it was a tough time. And we felt as a show that the best way to help people during situations like this and in the future is to be financially as savvy as possible so that well, even if other people tell you what you should be doing with your money and maybe they don't have your best interest, you know better because you know what's up with your world. And that's the great thing. BECU you guys do that because the employees pretty much own. I mean, the, the employees are the people, the members, the members are the owners. I mean, everybody has a stake in it being successful. It's not just some fat cat somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You, you reminded me you're my boss, right? So I am your boss. You're, an owner, you're a member of BECU as well. So and, yes, and I am. I, I so listen to you, BJ. There's some things I need done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's 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 a wonderful thing about credit unions because uh, you guys really you came out unscathed in all that mess a few years ago because you credit unions have always had their customers in mind and in your case the customer is also the owner so it's kind of like of course you'd have them in mind yeah absolutely yeah so go to uh, becu.org and uh, all you need to be a member is just to live work worship or attend school in Washington state it's as simple as that man a Washington state school district it's uh, it's very very cool and uh, also if you are a past or present employee uh, or family member employees of the Boeing company that works too so either way man i mean it, it's good business to be part of becu check them out becu.org all right, time for questions for Todd. Let's go to uh, Jacob Incarnation. Jacob, you're on the rock with Todd Peach from BECU. Go ahead. What's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? Hey, Jacob. So I'm not a business owner or anything. I'm just an 18-year-old with a part-time job. I feel like I'm blowing all my paychecks, and I just need to know when I should be saving up my money for or spending it on right now. Okay, so you're, uh, you're, you're 18, Jason. Jacob, are, are you going to school? Are you planning on going to school? or? Yeah, I plan on going to college right after high school. Okay. Um, um, are you um, so you're still in high school right now? You haven't graduated then. Yep. Okay. Um, well, obviously you want to start saving for for college, right? Yes, sir. Um, so I would be. Are you living at home? I'm assuming. Yep. Okay. Um, I, I the first thing I guess would be is just a. You know, buckle down and and uh, you know limit what you how much you go out to eat and different things and save as much as you can. College is, is expensive, and the last thing we want is to have a lot of student loan debt when you graduate. That makes sense, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, and you know, and now's a great time. Look look for scholarships, grants. Get going Definitely. on that now, um, and the earlier the better. That's that's the, right. that's the free money that you want. 
You know, Todd, it's an interesting thing because I remember that when uh, I would encourage my kids to save. And, of course, they're like, look, I'm putting like $10 or $20 because they were, they were, they were working part time. Mm-hmm. They go, how much can that make? And obviously you say, OK, I get what you're saying now, but they just don't understand the power of compound interest. And, and it is a difficult thing to tell sure. them because, you know, how much could $20 get you, you know, really in 40 years? Even their brains go, so what, inflation, whatever. But, it, uh, you know, it is the idea of creating a habit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's they, it, the little things add up, BJ. You know, like that ten or twenty dollars here this day, that week, and then over time, then that compounds and it's like a snowball. So as that compound, that snowball keeps getting bigger and bigger, and and it's it's amazing. The, the the I can run some numbers for you to show you if you start at eighteen versus thirty, and what you're going to end up in retirement. And I just knew that it was just teaching them the habit because they just weren't going to get it. Because you, mm-hmm. you know, I remember being young. You tell yeah. somebody about forty years in the future, and it's they're like, what? They can't even wrap their brain around it. They're all about now. So I did this thing. I don't know if every parent could do it, but I used to tell them, whatever you put in the bank, I will match. Yeah, that's you know, great. It, it was like I made my own 401k for them. Yeah. That way they could see, wait, so if I put 10 bucks in the bank, I'm going to have 20 bucks in the bank. I go, yeah, right now you can't get a better deal than that anywhere, but this is how important I think it is to create this habit of saving. And both my kids were like, all right, I'll take you up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel as a parent, you got to do something to help them see it now if you think it's a good practice. Absolutely. So if you can as a parent, just get them into that habit of saving, and, and then they'll figure it out later in life. And they're going to look at you, how you behave, and and probably going to model that, right? That's what I'm so, hoping. And, yeah, and, absolutely. And both my kids are pretty decent with money, considering that you know they're young and they're a lot better at it than I was. That's for sure. Okay. Got a text message at seven seven nine nine nine. Todd, what's a smarter decision? Selling my Hawks tickets for this game on Sunday Ooh. and pay off a credit card debt, or go to the game and create more debt at CenturyLink Field <laughs> on nine dollar beers. Oh boy! Well, is is the Hawks ticket on the bucket list? I guess you know that's a, that that's a tough one. Um, that really know, is an age old question though, because. Yeah. I think people face that all the time, Todd. There's always some huge event yeah, yeah. where yeah. they go, I think I should go into debt for this. Yeah. Because yeah. that's really what it is. You know, I, I mean, I can tell you, uh, and this, uh, this goes back to when I was in college, but I had, you know, you get student tickets, right, that you can buy for the games, and I would actually sell those tickets. Look at you. Um, of course you would. <laughs> and, and, that, and go watch the game on TV because of the money was, was, was more important <laughs> to course. me. Of uh, course. Well, apparently that uh, answers this guy's uh, question so that, right you know, there. If, if it's me, yeah. I'm probably, uh, you know, selling those tickets and going somewhere and getting with a bunch of buddies That's and watching the, the game. That's the difference so. between Todd and I. Yeah. Todd's living a very comfortable yeah. life. Yeah. I'm scraping yeah. by because I'm the type of guy that says, don't sell them. Yeah. Go to the game and party. <laughs> and I have to tell you, man, I, I've lived both sides of that coin and and, and I and, and I and I not I taught I get it I, I was like Steve yeah. in my 20s and 30s yeah. uh, and then when I hit my 40s I realized God I was in uh, you know there, there's only so many special big events but every it's like you get addicted to it because there's always another big event that you go well I gotta see this and oh but no I gotta see that no no I gotta do that and next right. thing you know you could have paid off all your bills if you just skipped a couple Dude, of those just this weekend yeah. alone I'm I could be nine hundred dollars richer why don't you do it because I'm going to see Justin Timberlake on Friday night, and I had to drop serious coin for that. For wow. My I, 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 what? Oh, don't worry about it. Me and JT. I'm one of his Tennessee kids, BJ. Oh, my and God. And then I'm dropping well over 400 for the pair of tickets for, um, uh, not well over, but like 450 for the tickets to go see the Hawks. That seems like a deal, actually. <laughs> I mean, really? Only, you only paid four fifty for those tickets? Well, I got them at face value because I got—I was one. Yeah, of the lucky ones. I mean, yeah. That, that actually is a pretty good deal. No, I already looked on StubHub. I could double my my money right now, dude. Just, no, so it's actually no. costing you 
more then, Steve, right? Cause yes. You, yeah, because the opportunity cost of selling those tickets, I looked right? on StubHub for JT as well. I could double my money on that one there as you, well for my ticket. Yeah, yeah could, he's right, because you're out 450 mm-hmm. You could have that 450 back plus another 900 Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you're really... So this is really costing you a lot more than you think. You're an well, idiot. I want to say you're kind of dumb. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll eat ramen noodles for, for dinner before both <laughs> events. How about that? There you go. I have a serious text message question. All right, we also have callers. Go to the text. Okay. It says, ask him how he feels about taking money out of your 401k to buy a home, please. That's from Mike Pimp. Ooh. Mike the Pimp wants to know. Yeah. Um, Most of the time, we're going to say never borrow from your 401k. First of all, don't don't cash out that 401k, right? That's going to give you a penalty, and you're going to pay income tax. And so that if you have $10,000, you're going to end up with like... Five six thousand dollars in your actually afterwards. What you can do, and this is, and you have to be careful, but you can talk talk with your employer about a loan from your four hundred one k. I did borrowing, that. and I and I did that one on my first home too, right? Yep. Um, and but there there's limitations. You can only take out about fifty percent of what your balance is, and you have five years to pay it off. So if you feel confident, you're you're secure in your job, you can make those payments. That's something you can consider um, for that for that home uh, if that's going to be a long if that's a long term goal for you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's worked out for me, but again, be careful on you know the no limitations. If you leave the employer, you're going to have to pay it back right away, um, and um, and you have a five year payment plan. So, yeah, you know. it's amazing what people their desire to have a home. How sometimes it's just you go, oh, man, they put themselves in some tough positions just to get that American dream, which a lot of times can really yeah, be I mean, a just, nightmare. Just give it some seri- serious, you know, know what you're getting yourself into. So because it, it can be a great long term investment, but it's not a, a one or two year proposition. Yeah. Let's go to James in Centralia, 206-421-ROCK, 800-783-ROCK. ROCK is 7625. Also, if you don't get through to Todd today, um, he's willing to answer all your questions via email, does it for free. Your first questions, like whatever you can do to steer you in the right direction. If you go to the KISW webpage, scroll down, you'll see the red BECU banner and then Todd's smiling face, and uh, he'll answer all your questions if you email him. James in Centralia, you're on with Todd Peach uh, from BECU.org. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just always curious here recently, you know, uh, BJ said, you know, too much car payment, too much house payment, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if you look back, you look at our parents and our grandparents, and their mortgage payments, you know, they were affordable. You know, you're talking anywhere from 400 to $700 a month. Mm-hmm. Now you've got people that are, that are just, I mean, it just blows my mind, insanely stupid, and $1,400, $1,600 a month. Where do you, where does the bank come up with this number? It is it, it just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. How do they come up with this number? Sure. So so James, you're you're also you're um, we're not talking in, um, inflation adjusted numbers as well, right? So what what our parents were paying with that four hundred seven hundred dollars that's you know that's probably that thousand twelve fourteen if you look at it in today's dollars. Um, but what the what the lender is going to look at it, you know, a good rule of thumb is that twenty five thirty five. So what what that means is of, of your um, net your gross income, your house should housing payment should be no more than twenty five percent of that, and your total debt should be no more than thirty five percent. So well, obviously they're twenty five and thirty five percent. Their math must be way different than my math. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, but and, and but. It, 
Yeah, but again, housing should, you know, and, and these are rough numbers. I, you can actually get a loan, I think, up to like 40, 42% of your gross income, uh, especially if your income is going to be growing in the future. But but again, you know, you're getting that home today. So, if, yeah, it might be $1,200, $1,500 today. But if you're in that home, then and now maybe that's as you, as you grow in your career and make more money, that percentage is coming down of your gross income as well. Yeah, and the idea, I mean, look, the, 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 the mortgage payment is just based on, well, how much your house costs. And, you know, how mm-hmm. much of a down payment you put on it. Mm-hmm. And the interest rate, that's really what it's based on. So, like you said, Todd, inflation is going to happen. I remember when I bought my first house back in, you know, back in the late 80s, mm-hmm. um, the interest rate was in the double digits. Yeah. So, I mean, on some yeah. levels, it's a lot better to buy a house right now because the interest rate is much cheaper. I remember I bought a house and it was the payment was crazy just because of the interest rate being so high, not because the house was so expensive. Right. And, and that's what we're worried about. If interest rates continue to go up, right, then it, it becomes more uh, fewer people are going to qualify yeah. for that house. So, um, so James, I, I know it sounds crazy, um, but but you know it, it, you got to live somewhere, and, and the long term investment of a house is uh, is is proven to be better than than renting in the long term. Yeah, and and, and 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 Todd, obviously, if you can, it's really good to. Uh, how much will they let you uh, put down on a house before you have to get that uh, P, that PMI? That PMI. Mm-hmm. You have to have uh, you have to put twenty percent down, or you're going to pay the private mortgage insurance. And that used to be a standard before they came out with this private mortgage insurance. I mean, if you can get twenty percent, I know it's difficult to do, but at the right. same time, if you can save that, boy, you really you save yourself a lot of money if you can put twenty down. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah, the- theoretically, usually one hundred, one hundred, two hundred bucks a month. On a normal house. Well, the time has come where uh, we are done. It's, it always flies by when we have Todd from BECU. But like I said, Todd will answer all of your emails. Just go to the uh, K- KISW's main page, and if you scroll down on the right, you'll see BECU's red banner and Todd's smiling face. And you email him, he'll answer any question. And remember, man, BECU is an awesome organization, a great credit union. And if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Washington State uh, School District, uh, man, you're in. It's as simple as that, as well as, of course, uh, all the good Boeing people that can do it. And their families and stuff like that. Todd, as usual, man, it's good to see you. Thanks, BJ. Appreciate it.